This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A product of the Whisper Forge. Sound and story brought to life. Caravan would not be possible without support from our Lords of Hell. This week we were all quivering in fear of Lord Dave, the decorative Lord of Hell. Caravans report that Lord Dave was last seen making a Pinterest board of possible craft projects using flayed corpses for spoopy Halloween decorations. This week, witnesses also report the ascended demon Lord T.H. Ponders was seen frolicking in the white fields of the Fifth Circle, leaving behind burning footprints in which all life soon withered and decayed. We're so grateful for our Lord's continued patronage and, um, mercy, I guess. Before we jump in, a note on our content. Caravan is created for adult audiences only. We advise listener and reader discretion for graphic depictions of violence, frank portrayal of sexuality, discussion of mental illness and existential struggle, and some downright filthy language. It gets mighty dangerous in the canyon, but if you need a breather, we've got your back. Whenever you're feeling ready and able, we hope you'll join us. Oh, and just one more thing. Caravan is taking a super short break before our next episode. Episode 6 goes live on April 19th, 2019. The second half of Caravan Season 1 is just bonkers. Episodes are bigger, longer, stronger, and meaner than ever before. So we're taking a little extra time to make sure it sounds delicious. That being said, we're not going dark the whole time. We'll still be chatting with fans and sharing theories, weird articles, and horny banter over on Twitter at Caravan Radio. You can also follow me on Twitter at Tozamon for more musings on how Caravan was made behind the scenes and what other podcasts you should definitely give a listen. And remember, you can always reach me by email at caravan at whisperforge.org, so don't be a stranger. Let's get started, shall we? Previously on Caravan. Samir, look out, the ledge! And I fall into the vast and bottomless canyon below. I'm gonna get us all out of here, just you wait. Caravans kinda help keep the peace around the canyon, but uh, we hunt demons, mostly. Call me baby girl again, and I'll shoot your nuts off. Your pain is mine now, and mine yours. Do we run from it? Run? <laughs> Nay, child, we fight. Oh, thank God. No, it's it's just my friends. Pity. <laughs> you really wanted to fight, huh? We'll be down there soon. 
I just gotta wrangle Betsy up here and bring her down the long way around. A moment later, I see Dakota's hat silhouetted in the moonlight, peeking over the rock face above us. Look out below, kid. I'm coming down. She jumps all the way down and lands on her feet. I didn't even hear a thud. Ta-da! How'd I do? That is still freaking unreal. But actually, I can fall without making a sound too now. What do you mean? So, remember that banshee? I figured that's what it was. I'm so glad you're alright. Chase it off, did you? Um, not exactly. I kind of, uh, you know, swallowed her. Dakota's face twists into a grossed-out frown while she examines the wreckage of the crashed wagon next to us. Well, shit sticks. I I take it you're not a fan of that idea. So, tell me, you can hear her? Yeah, she can still talk to me, like, in my head. It's really cold in there, but sometimes when she feels good about something, it's warm. And she helps me float around, too. That's the coolest part. Isn't this one of those adaptations? Fuck if I know. I didn't get these quads from swallowing no spirits. Argo would be a better judge of that. Let's just wait till he gets Betsy down here. We wait for a long while. It's almost dawn by the time Argo arrives with Betsy in tow. She still looks freaked out, but at least she's back to lumbering at her old pace. Argo seems so happy to be with her. He doesn't even feel that bad about the wagon being wrecked. Doesn't he have anything valuable in there? Aren't you going to miss anything in that wagon, Argo? Uh, I've been lugging those things along for quite a while. Over time, people just accumulate things. They get... heavy. Best to offload once in a while. Or maybe not fight the universe when it unburdens us by surprise. What about, like, food and stuff? We can restock back in Who's on Circle. Besides, sun's coming up, and the rest of the way should be safe. Yeah, about that. So, I I don't think you have to take me there. I think I can maybe just float up, like, fly out of the canyon and go home, now that I've, like, swallowed a banshee. Argo's face darkens at this. Damn, neither of you are fans of this, huh? What do you mean, you swallowed one? It was like swallowing a huge ice cube or something, and now she's inside me, and I float around. Do you think that's all banshees do? Um, well, they do scream sometimes. And did this banshee ever try to do that? Uh, no. Well, wait. Okay. Sort of. It was more like I screamed, but maybe she did too from inside me at the same time. It felt weird. Weird or painful? I don't really remember. Uh, Mostly weird, but maybe it did hurt a little. It was like my throat was going to explode and she was so, so angry. There was all this pain inside me and it came just shooting out. That's what I'm worried about, Samir. You haven't just swallowed a banshee. She's a part of you now. And that's very dangerous. Nah, she can leave anytime she wants. I think. She's not answering right now, but that's probably because she's getting cozy in my, um, soul, or whatever. Buddy, you can't just go around letting anybody in like that. I've got a slutty soul. What can I say? No, but really, she said it was different. Had a weird 
aura or something. She doesn't need to feed or anything while she's inside me, so I'm just gonna float on up out of here. Did I mention my back feels a lot better? That's impossible now. What do you mean, impossible? What do you mean impossible now? There's this... How do I say this? Um, There's this barrier you crossed when you fell into the canyon. Yeah, Argo mentioned it, but... Why can't I just float out past it? Supernatural creatures cannot pass through it. It's what keeps us in here, in the canyon. That's what you meant by getting everyone out of here. But I'm not supernatural. I'm just a human. (laughs) A human with a, a, what do you call it, a slutty soul? (laughs) I'm afraid this doesn't make you quite so human anymore. You've absorbed the essence and abilities of a supernatural creature. So, what does that make me now? An An evoker. An evoker? Well, fuck me, I guess. Do I at least get magic missile? Not until you absorb a creature that has it. Dakota! Sorry. Wait, so I can absorb creatures now? Uh, As far as we know. We've only seen you do it with a banshee so far, and actually, we haven't even seen that. That's our best guess, as far as we know. So... I can't find Carlisle and get out of here until we remove that barrier. Hmm. How are we going to do it? It's going to be a longer trip than you planned. I don't have that long. Carlisle's still waiting for me up there. Probably. I hope. Oh, shit. Why did I leave my phone in the tent? Doubt you get much service down here. Phones ain't much use. Make nice magic batteries to certain spells sometimes. Oh, fuck. Okay, so we get rid of this barrier at who's on circle. No, it's just the first of many circles. We're gonna have to shut down the barrier at the source. Argo, you need to let this go. This is it, Dakota! We didn't have an evoker last time. Now we do. What are you guys talking about? The demon portal at the bottom of the canyon? Okay, Miss Cleo, how in Banfamet's titties did you know that? Um, Banshee mentioned it. We can't get down there, just the three of us. Here he goes again. (laughs) We need... Let me guess. A caravan. Exactly. No one braves the canyon alone. And its deepest circles? They're swarming with demons. They'd crush us. So, we need to recruit folks. Exactly. And we can start at who's on. So, you guys tried this once already and it failed because... Too many demons? Among other things, yeah. It was a different situation. Entirely. It'll be different this time. If we unite the circles, we can survive. We can get everyone out of here. Or, you know, just unleash an unending portal of demons on the rest of the world. That could happen. I won't let it. Yeah, you've got me this time. Guess it wasn't such a bad idea eating a ghost after all. That's cool as hell, trust me, but you gotta watch out, Samir. That pain you felt when you screamed... That was her pain. Evokers are extremely rare. Mainly because they don't live very long. Every time you bring someone inside you, you share a bit of your lifespan with them. That is, if one lives to old age at all. Most don't. What happens to us? They go cuckoo. To put it in more sensitive terms, they succumb to madness. Yes. To feel all one feels in life and multiply it by the lives of everyone that an evoker contains? It's enough to tear anyone apart. I take it getting rid of Banshee's not going to be that easy. 
If you're a true evoker, as we suspect you might be, it's unlikely. I've never seen a separation happen cleanly. But in time, you'll master her abilities and develop your own. My own? Like, I have my own superpowers? More like... that soul of yours she likes so much? The slutty one, yeah. You two really love that word. We do! You find out how to use it to bring other spirits in. But really, you should be careful about that. Yeah, you mentioned... That settles it, then. We rebuild the caravan. (sighs) From the bottom up. This feels familiar. I thought you'd be happy, Dakota. I missed you, Augie, but... I don't know. I thought I'd left this life behind, you know? It'll be different this time. It's different every time. But it ends the same way. Uh, not with all of us dying, right? It only gets more dangerous from here, compadre. Honestly, that sounds like a fun way to go. <laughs> Let's do it. This one's got nuts of steel. You ain't gonna scare this one so easy, Augie. I don't have to. The canyon can test that for us. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's hit the road. Who's on's not far now. Three brave caravanners unto the breach once more. Hey, you're forgetting someone. And Betsy, of course. And Banshee? Uh, right. Five of us already. Imagine that. We make our way down the winding paths along the rock face, deeper and deeper into the canyon. We skip breakfast, figuring we can probably hit who's on circle by noon. Dakota promises there's a great brunch place down there, in a real-ass saloon, with those swinging shutter doors like in the cowboy movies and everything. The sun's high in the sky and the three of us are really sweaty. Really, really sweaty by the time we make it to the circle. Dakota lends me an extra hat. At least the three of us sort of match now. Betsy seems to have no problem keeping up with us now that she's not dragging a wagon. I wonder if we're going to have to get a new one once we get to town. Every caravan needs a wagon, right? Or bunches of them, Oregon Trail style. Otherwise, we're just backpackers. (sighs) Gross. The sloping path smooths out to a flat plateau, maybe about half the size of a football field. There's a wooden fence along the front of the outpost with a big arch for an entryway. No sign saying its name or anything. Just beyond the arch, we see little houses straight out of a western or something. God, they look so real. I have to remind myself that they are real. But something's weird. It's awfully silent. I thought when we got here, it'd be like, kinda, you know, getting off the train at Westworld or something. All kinds of people milling about, some pretty lady coming up to me saying, I must be new, not much of a rind on me yet. But instead, it's empty. Not even a tumbleweed rolling by a high noon. I didn't realize it was gonna be so quiet. Keep your guard up, kid. I'm pretty sure we're the same age, so stop talking like a grizzly cowboy. Welcome to Who's On Circle. Population? Us? Where is everybody? Dakota, you stay here with Samia and Betsy. I'm gonna check one of the storefronts. We stand under the archway while Argo goes into the nearest building. What looks like a saloon with those doors I was so excited about. We wait. 
Dakota keeps a hand on her holster and her eyes scan the view for any movement. I feel like I should be doing something to protect myself. Do I need a gun? It'll look cool, but I, I really don't like guns. And I definitely don't know how to use one. I feel kind of naked out here. Vulnerable. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Argo comes back out. He looks... Confused. Nothing? Nobody's there? A saloon at midday? Argo, switch with me. I'll check a house. I'm coming with you. I don't like standing out here in the open. It's safer with me. Well, I'm gonna have to fight whatever's down in this canyon sooner or later, right? Fine. Come on. We start walking into the town square and immediately, I regret this. Now there are alleys and blind spots on all sides and I think I would have felt safer out front by the entrance to Huzan Circle after all. In the town square, we've got a big statue of some woman. She's on top of, or rather in the middle of some fountain. She's holding her hands to her sides, kind of like Jesus in the Last Supper or something, and she's got long, long, really curly hair just down to her waist. It's beautiful how much detail went into carving those curls out of stone, but there's no water. The basin of the fountain seems dusty, like it hasn't run water in ages. Who is that? Where? Someone's here? Uh, No, I mean, her... At the fountain. No. Uh, we call her Eileen. What's she got a statue for? The story goes that she set up the first outpost in the canyon for the earthly creatures to make a home. That's how we got who's on circle. Banshee mentioned earthly creatures too. So, no demons allowed? She drove them out. How? I have no idea. Most likely, she had a crew. A caravan. Og is really rubbing off on you, ain't he? (laughs) God, I wish... He is a total stud. (laughs) You don't think so? I mean, look at him. No, no, you're right. I I just... just, No matter how pretty someone is, get to know him long enough and they start to drive you crazy. I can never look at Argo that way. Augie? My Augie? Please. Funny. I thought you two might have boned. Well, I... Never in my... Never? Well... Ah, so not never, never. Now hold on a minute. Whoa, get out. I duck, but there's really nowhere to get cover. Dakota grabs me by the shoulder and leaps into the fountain, dragging me with her. I roll into the fountain and peek my head over the lip. Where the hell did that come from? Up there. Look. I look up above one of the houses. I have to squint because the sun's right in my eye at this point. There's a figure standing at the top of the billowy coat in the wind and a gun in hand. A man in black, or at least a silhouette of one. Okay, 
I know we're in danger, but can I at least say he looks badass as fuck? Hush! He's coming. The man in black doesn't have Dakota's level of grace, but he hops down a series of ledges and edges without losing his balance before finally landing on the ground. The sun's so bright I can't even make out much of him on the ground. He keeps his gun by his waist and even though he's not pointing at us anymore, I don't feel any more settled. He saunters toward us like he's got all the time in the world. When he's basically an arm's reach away from us, he towers over us as we kneel in the fountain. Finally, a face comes into view. And it's no man in black at all. I knew I couldn't be the only son of a bitch awake in this here hick town. Top of the noontime to you, kiddos. by me, Tozamon, and produced by Misha Stanton and me. This episode was written and directed by yours truly with performances by Sushanta Dlaka as Samir, Giancarlo Herrera as Argo, Danielle Shamaya as Dakota, Lisette Alvarez as Banshee, and Mama Bang Bang as herself. Sound editing by Daniel Manning. Sound design by Misha Stanton and Anna Rodriguez. Our theme music is by Evan Cunningham. Additional music by Misha Stanton. Visual art by Marina Vermilion. Press kit by Kyle Boyce. If you'd like to make sure the wagons keep on rolling, you can help us out by spreading the word and leaving us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It's a huge help in getting us noticed on the charts. And if you can spare it, you can pledge on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash caravanradio. We've got great rewards for patrons, like our patrons-only Discord channel, which is up and running, caravan-themed spells and monster stat blocks for your 5th edition D&D game, and even a transformation into a lord of hell who gets shouted out in every episode. Our home on the web is whisperforge.org caravan, where you can find transcripts for each episode, links to subscribe to the show wherever you like to listen, and ways to review us on your listening app of choice. If you send us something really funny, memorable, or just downright thirsty, we might even give it a read in the credits. This week, our favorite message was from Alex Welch, who wrote to us in a tweet, I relate to Samir because I'd let Banshee get inside of me, too. (laughs) Thanks for riding with us. Once again, episode 6 goes live April 19th, 2019. So y'all come back soon now. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.